Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. If you're on Instagram, just log on, press on live or whatever, picture my face, that Dr. Wendy Welsh, and you'll see us. You'll be here with me and Kayla in the iHeartRadio studios, KFI AM 640. All right. Probably one of my most viral videos of all time, I think like 5 million views, is called Men Don't Fall in Love Through Sex. And I want to tell you a little story about how this used to be Kind of news to me until I looked and learned about the science of it. Uh, A few years ago, a gentleman friend of mine, not someone I was dating, just a friend, said to me, hey, Dr. Wendy, I have a question to ask you. And I'm like, what? He said, well, I've been seeing this woman for about six months. And, you know, we had the conversation when we first met that it wasn't going to be boyfriend, girlfriend. We were you know, just going to meet and we would have dinner and have sex. and, And it was great. And now she keeps saying to me, like, where is this going? He said, why would she ever do that? That was not our deal. Now, what I had to, like, sit down and explain to him is that women sometimes fall in love through sex. They don't mean to. And it's that big surge of oxytocin that we're talking about with Dr. Sophia Yen. Men can have sex. He's a great example of this. Men can have sex with the same woman every week for six months, and not like her one bit more than he did on that first night. And when she says, where is this going? He's confused. He is literally confused, right? So um, how do they fall in love is what people ask me all the time. I will stop and say there are lots of women out there who think, I'm just going to be the fun girl. I'm going to be not cause him any problems. He's some alpha male who's juggling a few women. I won't put any pressure on him. I'll just be the nice girl, and he'll eventually turn around and fall in love with me. Never happens that way. Never happens that way. Instead, he thinks, oh, she's not asking for anything. You know, women who get commitment are the ones that negotiate commitment from the very first text with boundaries. Like if he texts after midnight, you don't respond, right? And even if you're playing like easy going and then he's like, oh, I like that you're easy going. I'm going to make you my girlfriend. And then you start acting like your real self. He's like, oh, wait, yeah. this is what I signed up for. And yeah. then he like parachutes out of there. Men actually fall in love with women who have boundaries and self-respect. So wh- how do men fall in love? They fall in love through trust and loyalty. Those are the big ones for them. And they unfortunately don't trust a woman who has sex with them early and easily. Now, I want you to understand this has nothing to do with patriarchy, nothing to do with the, well, this, it created the sexual double standard, but 
it, it is ancient and wired in their sexual psychology. Because back in our anthropological past, long before there were, were paternity tests, if a man hooked up with a woman who was sharing her eggs with the team, he most assuredly would end up raising another man's genes. It's called cuckolding, right? Devoting his time, his talents, his treasure, playing softball with the kid, getting that kid food, getting that kid educated, getting that kid up and out of the nest. And it wasn't even his genes. So he didn't pass his genes on. And as a result, men are wired to be wary of a woman who seems easy sexually. Now, again, you can fight it all the time and say, don't slut shame me. Just figure out what your needs are, ladies, and your desire. If you want to have short-term relationships with these guys, enjoy. No moral judgment. Have fun. That's fine. I, I have no problem with that. However, women have a fertility window that men just don't have. And as a result, there's a time in a woman's life where if she wants a guy who has a biological interest in that child to help with things, then she's going to look for a commitment. You know, one time I ran into this guy. I had dated him a few years before and I saw him at like a farmer's market and I had a kid on my hip. Right. And he said, Oh, like he was kind of shocked. And and then like a year later I run into again, it was downtown, I think Disney hall or something. And now I had a kid walking beside me and a new one on my hip. And he said to me, whoa, you turned out to be quite a breeder. And I looked at him and I'm like, no, I'm a mother. This is what women do at this age. And, you know, if a man makes you feel bad for wanting to do what is completely natural and normal, which is reproduce within your fertility window, dump him. What a weird thing for him to say, right? Okay. So I mentioned that men don't fall in love through sex. They fall in love through trust. On every first date, and I posted this online, and I had hundreds of men go, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you said it. On every first date, a man is thinking to himself, hmm, am I going to meet my wife tonight, or am I going to get to have sex tonight? Literally, they're putting you into one category or another. That's how their sexual psychology works. So men, though, start to fall in love with a woman who slows the pace of the sexual relationship, a woman who insists on sexual exclusivity. The time to ask for sexual exclusivity is before you have sex for the first time, by the way. doesn't mean I'll I'll be your boyfriend. You'll be my girlfriend. Let's post it on social media. No. Just say, hey, we're getting to know each other. I'm attracted to you. You're attracted to me. We can take it to the next step. I just like to know that I'm the only person you're sleeping with while we're getting to know each other. That's fine. That's totally normal conversation to have. But what can women do to showcase that they're loyal people? And they do that by showcasing their loyalty to others, to family, to their jobs, to their friends, to their dogs, their animals. The fact that they can care for another person or animal or nurture a career and be dedicated and committed, that shows loyalty. Now, I do want to say this. Even if you do all those things, delay the pace of the sexual relationship, ask for sexual exclusivity, um, showcase what a loyal, committed person you are, kind person, right? It's not going to work and he's not going to fall in love with you unless he's hit his state of readiness. Here's something everybody needs to understand. 
when a woman meets somebody who they imagine is the one, she will change her life completely for him. She will drop everything for him. But men don't do that. Men hit their state of readiness in life, and they pretty much take whoever's up at bat. They may actually have had better girlfriends before. They may even envision that there could be the one that got away in the future. But they, when they hit a state of readiness, they marry whoever's up at bat. And I know you've seen this. I know that you've been in a relationship, if you're a woman, and you're like years later going, why did he marry her? I actually had one of those. I had an on-again, off-again situationship for almost 10 years. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, he went and married somebody else. I know. Ouch. I know. Ouch. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, and we were so connected. He used the L word once. I use it a lot. But anyway. <laughs> um, but he was at his state of readiness, you know? And what are some things that put a man at his state of readiness? Well, uh, statistically speaking, speaking uh, having parents who didn't divorce, have a higher statistic of wanting to uh, get committed, uh, were raised with some kind of religion. They may not follow religion now, but the basic doctrine is there inside them. Uh, their most important thing their education's complete, their career is in some kind of stable place, and their guy pack is getting married, right? I, I would say the best sign in the world would be if you meet a new guy and he invites you to his best friend's wedding. Woo! Because uh, weddings are contagious. Marriage is contagious like divorce is contagious, by the way, throughout social circles. Um, anyway, I, I actually have a girlfriend who dated so many players all her whole life, and then one day she read my book, The 30-Day Love Detox, and we've been known each other for years. She goes, oh my God, he checked every box that you just mentioned. And those were the things I said. Okay, when we come back, I am taking your calls. I want you to give us a call. The number is 1-800-520-1KFI. That's 1-800-520-1534. Remember, I'm not a therapist. I'm a psychology professor. But if you'd like some drive-by makeshift relationship advice, let me weigh in and I'll slay. 1-800-520-1534. You're listening to the Dr. Wendy Walsh Show on KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Always good to see you guys. If you guys would like to call in, the number's 1-800-520-1KFI. That's 1-800-520-1534. Reminder, I'm not a therapist. I'm a psychology professor, but I've written three books on relationships, and I'm happy to weigh in on your love life, if you like. Okay, producer Kayla, who do we have first? Oh, she's gone. That's Tony. Tony, we got who? Andrea. Oh, there she is, Andrea. Hi, Andrea. It's Doctor Wendy. Hi, hi. Um, so my question is, I just wanted to know, um, what is your opinion about open relationships? Um, I was seeing a guy for about two years, and he told me he had a girlfriend, but his girlfriend was crazy about it. But um. And she'd rather it just be them, but she allowed him to see me. Like, do relationships like that, like, do they last, like, in the long run? Or, like, who really, like, I don't know, what's your personal opinion? And It's a great question. It's a really great question. So we actually had a woman on our show who's the worldwide preeminent researcher on uh, polyamory. And she said, while, you know, 10% of couples try to open up their relationship, less than 5% can last even one year because we're also wired to have an important feeling called sexual jealousy, right? And when I hear you say that you were in an open relationship with a guy, but his girlfriend didn't really want it, it sounds like it's not really open. It's him trying to get permission to cheat. 
And she, if you didn't meet her and work out the deal with her and discuss it, then he was cheating on her, right? Um, the problem is yeah. non-monogamy yeah. is less appetizing to the typical female. But we are at a time in our evolution where we have an oversupply of successful women in our mating marketplace. And we have a clump of alpha males at the top that are really trying to call the shots and pull in as many women as they want as mates and telling them that open relationships are normal, that polyamory is normal. And for a very small minority of the population, it is, and it's fine, but it's not for the masses. It's not for everybody. Um, I really believe that if a woman wants a one-on-one monogamous relationship, she should keep looking until she finds the guy that's into that because about 50% of the guys are into that. However, women would actually rather date another woman. So that's the other thing. Bisexuality tends to go up whenever you have an oversupply of successful women. Uh, women would rather date another woman than in their minds date down. And I try to tell women that, you know what, your idea of a power guy could be a guy who powers a stroller, all right? Think about a best friend. Mm-hmm. Think about a lover. But if you, Andrea, if you don't feel good in this open relationship, then it's not right for you. And you have every right to say, I don't like this. Yeah, and I just felt, I, I also like with the other woman, I never met her. And I know she was a single mom. Oh, my gosh. And, um, and I just felt like really bad because he's like, oh, yeah, I'm doing like family things. But he's like, well, it's part of our agreement. We don't talk about it. She doesn't know the details, but, you know, um, I'll, you know, see you next week type situation. It sure doesn't sound like an open relationship or polyamory. It sounds like permission to cheat. That's what I I hear you saying. And I'm sorry that you went through that. And I'm telling you, if women make their expectations clear from the beginning, you will be amazed at the men that run away, which are the bad men, and you can do the touchdown cheer because they're not appropriate for you, and the ones that stay. And step up for it. So I wish you luck, Andrea. And I'm so sorry that you went through this. All right, producer Kayla, who do we have next? We have Kenny with a question. Okay. Hi, Kenny. It's Dr. Wendy. Hi, Dr. Wendy. What's uh, your question? Yeah. Thanks for taking my call, actually. Uh, but uh, yeah, my question was like, I'm kind of wondering if I did something wrong in this situation where I met this girl. She was like my dentist, kind of, and uh, we were dating for like two weeks. We went on dates and everything. Mm-hmm. Very fun, good chemistry. It was all there, you know. Greatest time of my life. She was so beautiful, and we had sex the first night, and we also had sex a couple more times after that. But then she switched up on me. Like she just like out of nowhere just started saying she was afraid and everything. And we were like calling each other baby by this point, but she was like she was afraid of catching feelings. And she just really distanced herself from me. She was like, she like just really started pushing me away. She was just like, um, she don't want to talk to nobody right now. And like, you know. That like, that can be so painful. You know, like, so Kenny, I, I want to just yeah. summarize. So you, you dated a woman for a few weeks. Everything was so perfect. You were so happy. And then you had yeah. sex a few times and it got even greater. And she basically said, uh, she switched it up. She said, no, I'm not into this so much. Or I don't want to catch catch feelings. When people say the words catch feelings, it worries me so much. The whole purpose of having a close relationship is to catch feelings. All right. Um, I want to say this, Kenny, and I want to say it as kindly as I can. I know it hurts when you've really put everything into something 
I want to assure you that you did nothing wrong, but she was an inappropriate mate for you. And so you got to get back up on the horse and ride it. You got to get strong again. You got to develop some resiliency because love is for the brave. Love is for the brave who get back into the ring. And I really encourage you to do that. Um, If, however, you're feeling it's been some time and you're still having lots of feelings of loss and pain and sadness, then I encourage you to reach out to a therapist who can help you work through your feelings. It's heartbreaking when you're, but that's how love is. Love is a gamble. You can't prevent hurt. If you're going to find a great mate, you have to take risks, take risks with your heart sometimes. Uh, Should I go to social media? I see Kayla on the phone. Uh, If you'd like to call in, the number is 1-800-520-1534. Oh, she's got a talkback question for us. Okay, Kayla, go ahead. Call in and talk back. Are we going to hear it? Here it comes. Hi, Dr. Wendy. Um, One of my nieces is referred to as ultra-fertile. She ovulates a bunch of times during the month. And uh, she had a hard time keeping from getting pregnant, even though she was taking birth control. Um, have you come across this before? I never even heard of it till I was told about it. And she's got four children. Uh, okay, so her question was that her niece has been diagnosed as being ultra fertile, ovulates a few times during the month, gets pregnant very easily, birth control doesn't seem to work for her, and she has four children already. So I'm not a medical doctor. I have a PhD in clinical psychology. I'm a psychology professor, but I would definitely refer you to Dr. Sophia Yen over at Pandia Health because this is her specialty, is reproductive medicine. So pandiahealth.com is where you should go and get the answer to that one. That's fascinating and not fun if you don't want four kids or eight kids or 20 kids. All right, should I head to, so how's our time? Oh, we got to go to break. All right, when we come back, I'll continue to take your calls and I'll go to social media. If you got a relationship question, the number is 1-800-520-1534. That's 1-800-520-1KFI. You're listening to the Dr. Wendy Walsh Show on KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Mr. Kayla, who we got? We have Mike with a question. Okay. Hi, Mike. It's Dr. Wendy. Hi, Dr. Wendy. Um, I'm 57 years old. Um, I had three kids. I got divorced after 23 years of marriage in mm-hmm. 2008. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kids are doing great. One's oh, married. Good. They're all doing fine. Um, but now it's 2023, mm-hmm. and my ex-wife is calling me saying we should get back together, and I just don't think so. I well, wanted to know what you thought. Well, I don't know. I don't know the relationship. I don't know what the problems were. I will say this, that what you're experiencing is very normal. First of all, when Till Death Do Us Part was invented, death was pretty imminent. And as a result of our very long lifespans, uh, people may have two or three long stints of monogamy with some mate selection in between. And usually the time of divorce is around the 20, 25-year range when the kids start to leave the nest. Now, is also a time, Mike, when people are looking for a close, intimate, companionate retirement relationship, right? Our needs are different. When we're raising small kids, it's a different set of needs. And as our bodies are aging, it's a different set of needs. I think that there's a piece of her maybe that feels that 
you know, you could be her mature companion at love and be there at the end with her. But if you're not into it, then you got to be honest with her. That's absolutely okay. You can also still just be best friends, just hang out with each other, get together for family holidays for the kids. Uh, But, you know, if you're not into having a romantic relationship with her, just tell her that. But thanks for calling, Mike. Okay, producer Kayla, who do we have next? We have Hema with a question. Hema. Hi, Hema. It's Dr. Wendy. Hi, uh, doctor. Uh, Thanks uh, for making time for us. Uh, uh, You're amazing. I love your content. Thank you so much. (laughs) I try to be as normal and realistic and share my own struggles at the same time because, hey, I'm one of you. We're all just growing together. So what's your question? Oh, my goodness. I'm... (laughs) Uh, first of all, uh, thank you for setting an example. You know, you're feminine as well as very successful. Sometimes, you know, uh, coming from uh, Asian uh, culture, uh, we some have either one. And my question is, uh, I'm 33 year old. I'm a divorcee. Uh, I'm only attracted to men who are, who are like much older than me, at least 10 years older. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a, if it's a daddy issue, if it's <laughs> okay to have age gap relationships. Uh, if not, what should I do to correct? Okay, so first of all, only you and your therapist can figure out whether it's daddy issues and has to do with early life stuff, but it's here and it is. Uh, my feeling is that age gap of 10 years is generally not a problem, especially when the woman is younger, because guys, I'm sorry, you guys take a long time to mature, all right? We, we, we're waiting for you to grow up. So 10 years with a guy being older is not an issue. I have to tell you cute little story. My own parents were married 35 years until they both passed away from cancer. But my dad was 10 years older than my mom. And uh, they, uh, oh, I'm sorry, other way around. My mom was 10 years older than my dad. My mom was a little cradle robber there. She was 31 and he was 21 when they got married. So, and they had a long life. So I'm more worried that you, not worried, I I think the big question you should be asking is, are we at the same stage of life and do we want a family? Um, All those important stuff so that you can get down to the business of the purpose of the relationship. So if you're 33 and you meet a guy who's 45 and he already had kids in his 20s, he might not want to, you know, it's all about fertility, reproduction and what the two of you want. But Hema, thank you so much for calling. I appreciate it. All right, Producer Kayla, I see so many lines. I've never seen so many lines light up. People are loving you, Dr. Wendy. Okay, who we got next? We got Jessica with a question. Jessica. Hi, Jessica. It's Dr. Wendy. Hi, Dr. Wendy. Uh, My question is regarding pornography. Mm -hmm. Um, My partner has recently, um, well, I went through his browser and it's that free porn hub, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. It doesn't sit well with me, especially since it's very, um, uh, some of the titles are just, really weird and strange to me. I, I don't know. So. I know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help yeah. take you off the ledge a little bit here. So men are visually wired. Women aren't as visually wired. For, there's a small percentage of women that do view por- pornography, but it's less than 20%. When women do view, view por- pornography, they often are confused by it and how this could work for men. Pornography is here to stay. It makes up one-third of all content on the Internet, the research shows that uh, young boys start watching it by the age of 12 or 13. It is problematic when sex becomes performative in your relationship or if the pornography, um, if the acts are so misogynist or dangerous for you, it's problematic. But as a supplement, you know, everybody's allowed to have their own bodies. Everybody's allowed to enjoy their own bodies and their own time. 
and use what they need to to feel good. Now, I have read cases where someone has such a compulsion to use porn that they start having sex less and less with their own partner. And that would be a couple's issue that you would want to take to therapy, right? But if it's only that you discovered in his phone that he's viewing porn, well, that's pretty much most guys, most guys. And if it's not impacting your relationship, then I wouldn't worry about it. You know, there's a guy, I think his name is Dr. Ian Kerner in New York City, and I was on a talk show with him once, and he said the cutest thing, cutest, he said, you know, watching porn to men is like women going to get a pedicure. You know, it's just something you're going to do. Um, but again, if the if he's introducing certain things into your relationship that you don't want to do because he learned it in porn, that's a whole thing. Now it's impacting your relationship. But if he's keeping it there, everybody deserves their own privacy to do what they want in the, with their private body. That's the deal. But I can see how it can be confusing and concerning, Jessica. Thank you so much for calling. All right. Who do we have next? We have Mike with a question. Okay. Another Mike. Hi, Mike. It's Dr. Wendy. Hello. How are you today? Good. What's your question? Uh, My question is is that um, I'm divorced. I've been divorced for about a year and a half now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Reasons being from dishonesty, dishonesty and loyalty issues from my side. Mm -hmm. Uh, We disabled contact for a few months. Um, and then we resumed contact. Uh, I left the relationship for those reasons, mm-hmm. and I really came around full circle and had a really big leap within myself to become a better person. Mm-hmm. Um, now we are living back together. Mm-hmm. No, no technical relationship. Uh, there's no relationship technically, but uh, I don't want to confuse her, and I don't want to string her along, and I'm definitely not by any wording. Uh, it's a really good relationship right now where we're at, but I also don't know what I want in my future. And I know that she wants things uh, like kids and stuff. How yeah. would you suggest me? So you're living in the same house with your ex-wife, but you're not having sex with her. Is that correct? Uh, we haven't had sex since I lived with her. We had had sex prior to me living with her. And that's just because of work and other things. But yeah. Okay, so but you're saying you don't want to lead her on because you're not sure what wanna, you want. Is that right? I don't want to. Yes, I don't want to like get into her head or try to play any games or feel like it's coming from a bad place in my heart because that's not my truest intention. Why did Why did you move back in? Um, partially because of I had a living situation where my parents, ironically, my parents had gotten divorced. And my mom moved up to Oregon, and it was no longer capable for. So it was just it was sort of convenience and for financial reasons, a place to stay. Right. Okay. So you need to say that over and over and over to her, because if she's sitting there with those puppy dog eyes, being in love with hope, you are leading her on just by your very presence in her home. You really need to live separately if you can afford it. If you can't afford it. You need to tell her very clearly over and over, um, this is not what I want. Because even saying, I don't know what I want, gives her hope. It's an opening, right? And then as far as figuring out what you want, I would reach out and find a licensed therapist and figure out what you want because you're allowed to make decisions for yourself. But yeah, it does lead her on by moving in with her and saying, I don't know what I want. Well, then she says, well, maybe it's me. That's her chance. Ay, ay, ay. I'm sorry. All right, we got to go to a break. I feel bad. Should we? If you can wait on for the commercials, I see so many 
calls and I would like to answer them. So I was going to do a whole nother segment for our last segment on how to grow intimacy without sex. But look at all those flashing lines. I'm going to take your calls when we come back. You are listening to the Dr. Wendy Walsh Show on KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. There are a few more calls. I want to make sure I take them before I get into how to grow intimacy without sex. Okay, producer Kayla, who we got? We have Olivia with a question. Olivia? Olivia? Olivia. 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 Olivia, hi. It's Dr. Wendy. What's your question? Hi, Dr. Wendy. (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, This has to do back with the polyamory thing you were talking about before. Uh Uh, Seeing a guy for, you know, three or four months um, behaving very, very committed, very on board with being in a committed relationship, boyfriend-girlfriend status, meeting family. Things seem to be headed in the right direction. He is just, um, I think, coming from a very repressed upbringing and very healthily questioning marriage and relationships and divorce rates, all these concerns. Um, Mm -hmm. But it keeps coming up as a concern. And I just, uh, I don't know how much of a roadblock it is or, I mean, he seems completely invested but yeah there's some hesitation and like preoccupation with worry about the future so what what do you want hmm (laughs) you use the word healthfully exploring so you look at his questioning as being very healthy but what what would you like um i'd like him to be able to continue exploring that in his mind and just keep an honest and open communication with me and but not let it turn into behavior on his part. Right. Exactly. You have every right to want that. You have every right to want that. So I'm going to tell you a little story. When I first met my boyfriend, for like about the first six months, he kept saying the weirdest thing. He's going to kill me that I'm saying this on the radio. He kept saying, you know, my buddies think I should date a younger woman. They they think uh, that, you know, you're too old. We're, we're biological peers, right? And apparently, older women aren't supposed to like sex as much. And so they say, I shouldn't be with an older woman. I should be with... And he just kept telling these stories over and over. And it was kind of rattling me. So I said to him, well, why are you thinking about this? Is it because you're feeling judged by your friends? Or it's because there's something you'd rather explore? And he'd say, no, no, they're just saying these things to me. I tell them, no, I'm very happy with you. And I said, okay, well, you always forget that part of the story whenever you're telling the story. (laughs) So, you know, he went through it for about six months. And then he realized in his case that peers were great. You might find that he's thinking and questioning, but that's all part of, you know, just getting towards a commitment and closeness with you. And at least he's opening up and telling you what he's feeling and what he's thinking. So I think that's ultimately good. So, you know, I just give it some time and be there to listen and be there to ask questions, but also be there to state your expectations. I, you know, it's interesting to hear about these things, but just want you to know, I don't want it to turn into behavior on your part because that's not what I'm signed up for here. And that's okay to say that. It's okay to talk about your needs. Thank you for calling Olivia. All right. Do we have someone else? We have Claudia. Claudia. Hello, Claudia. It's Dr. Wendy. Hello, Dr. Wendy. Um, my question is, I met my ex-husband uh, online on Facebook, basically. Mm-hmm. And when I met him in person, 
and uh, or sexually and kisses. I never uh, feel satisfaction with him, but I still thought I love him, but mm-hmm. our sexual life for me, I, I never feel good with him. Mm-hmm. No physical chemistry? No. And so what's your question? I hear he's your My ex-husband. Question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my question is, is that possible that you love Absolutely. that person, but uh, the physical part is not there? Yes. The mind and the body operate as two separate things. It can happen the other way around. People get into these hot sexual relationships and they don't actually like the person (laughs) that much. So um, it's very common. And especially, you know, you're not the first person to meet somebody online and then you meet them in person and you're like, oh my God, because now you've divulged all these intimate details online and you feel almost embarrassed because you meet them and you're not physically attracted to them. And that has happened to almost every woman in modern times who uses dating apps, et cetera. So, you know, my advice always to people is not to open up too much on all those texts and everything. Wait till you meet before you develop that emotional intimacy. But yes, Claudia, it is very, very common and very normal that you can be physically attracted to somebody and not emotionally attracted and vice versa. You can emotionally care about somebody. It's almost like you love them like a brother, but you don't want to have sex with them because the body and the mind work in two separate ways. But hopefully you'll put it together. And with your next relationship, it will be both. Thanks for calling. All right, we're going to wrap it up with, I I promised, I promised, so I want to make sure I... Make good on my promise. How to grow intimacy without sex. We've spent two hours talking about sex. And if you happen to be in a relationship where you're not having sex or you're a single person and you're not having sex or you're asexual and you have no sexual feelings, then it's okay. You're all part of the rainbow of what it is to be a human being. Um, There are lots of reasons why people who have a romantic relationship don't have sex. And there's even research to show that Asexual people who don't have sexual a sexual arousal response system necessarily um, still have romantic feelings for people and still get into couplehood. Um, there are other people who have been together so long that because of age, hormones, um, medical problems that happen, they stop having sex. But you can still keep the bond through intimacy. And that intimacy can include things like cuddling, when you're watching a movie, when you're sitting in the park. When you're in bed reading, just touching toes and getting that dopamine. Um, You can do activities together that you enjoy, like dancing. You can give frequent hugs and kisses. You can hold hands when you're walking together. You can spend time really talking with each other, meaning you can have long, meaningful conversations. You know, in the very beginning of a relationship, people, when they're dating, They talk about their hopes, their fears, their goals, and then they get into these long-term relationships and they don't share those things and they may change over the course of a lifespan. Also, go into long stories about what happened at work. How was your day, dear? Fine. What's for dinner? No. Well, you wouldn't believe what happened at work. You know what so-and-so and and -and so-and-so said? And then she said, and then he said, I mean, honestly, Julio will come home from a day of (laughs) home. He's home with a bunch of Zoom meetings and phone calls. And he'll get off his Zoom and I'll go, who was that? What was that? What was going on there? And he gives me great detail. And I feel like I'm living in his life with him and vice versa. Um, Also make time to do something together that you both enjoy, but also 
be willing to try some new things, not just sexually, do that too. But, you know, if your partner says, let's try this new restaurant or let's go out to this comedy show. I mean, Julio, for instance, does not like comedy, but one night he surprised me and had tickets to the improv and took me out to comedy because he knows I love it so much. So be willing to try new things that your partner wants to do. And most of all, you will keep the spark alive if you continue to empathize with your partner. You're not on two separate teams. You're on one team. You're both each other's cheerleaders. Validate their feelings. Give them emotional support. That's how you stay close. It's not necessarily if you have sex, when you have sex, how often you have sex. The research shows actually that for the best mental health and physical health, correlational, of course, sex once a week is enough for most people on the planet. But it's about that emotional closeness that keeps people together and committed to each other in the long run. Thanks so much for being with me. If you would like to follow me on my social media, you certainly can. The handle everywhere is at Dr. Wendy Walsh. I invite you to join my Patreon Zoom room every Wednesday at 6.30. Just go to patreon.com slash Dr. Wendy Walsh. Open up your camera, say hello. We talk about all kinds of stuff. It's not therapy. It's like a book group, but there's no book. We just talk about relationships, <laughs> but come on to my Patreon. It's always my pleasure to be here with you, and I'm here every Sunday from 7 to 9 p.m. on KFI AM 640. Thanks for being with me. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.